previously on Live at 605. This guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Grandma. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from a chilly and sleepy downtown Toronto. This is episode 11. Of season 9. Season 9 of Live at 605. We should take a picture to show what we're wearing. Me, I'm I'm usually (laughs) in shorts and a tank top. Right now I'm in short socks and a big hoodie sweater. I'm wearing a blanket. And you're wearing a blanket and have a hot hot toddy on your lap. Hot toddy. So, it's needless to say, it's now shifted from hot as balls to uh, tits it's cold outside. <laughs> we just switched the appendage to get the climate. <laughs> <laughs> from balls to tits. it's. But uh, I'm not going to complain because I want the cold weather. Yeah, no, it's definitely nice. I think we're just not used to it in the apartment because it's usually pretty hot. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, the brisk weather has been nice in Toronto right now. It's probably only like... 10 degrees, but it's nice jacket weather. Well, maybe you can help me out. You can, before we do the segment, thinker or stinker, before I tweet this, let me know if you think it's a thinker or a stinker. Oh, God. If it's a thinker, I'll put it up. But oh. it's going to be something like, my future hangover is loving this weather. I already told you that was a thinker, you damn. Exactly. I had to, well, what am I just... I love that. You, could, you should have seen John's face. I don't know if his expression could come through and be conveyed through the way he delivered that. But yeah, he was so smiling as if he knew it was a thinker. Well, here's the thing. I'm walking down downtown Toronto. I tell you the, the, this saying I had. Okay, great. You laugh. But am I not going to do it when I have a platform that goes out to tens of thirties of people? <laughs> That I'm not going to say something like this. I mean, there's like six people in Ottawa who listen to this thing. Another 12 out in Winnipeg. You know what, though? Like a thousand in Indonesia, though. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, where's that place where no flex zone was downloaded? China. China. Racist. <laughs> so, anyway, that's a great place to start this what podcast. What were you going to say? Um, I was just going to say, if you want to download last week's podcast, because it actually, a lot of our friends went home for it, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, well, yeah, well here we are watching the baseball game, and out of nowhere, do you not whip out your phone and just start listening to the podcast? That, that was a little narcissistic. So I usually listen, to, we'll obviously get into this week's podcast, but I usually listen to um, the podcast in 20-minute inter- intervals during the week, mm-hmm. right after we put it out. And so this past week's, I didn't actually get to like finish it. So right. just to make sure I heard the best part of what everyone <laughs> called out, on Facebook or text message to us, mm-hmm. um, I went back and listened to it with John while we were watching the baseball game today, yeah. which may have been the most narcissistic thing. Like, looking at pictures of ourselves from this weekend as listening to ourselves from this week. Now, yeah, I think the and then the most mar- narcissistic part was when you were laughing at yourself. Telling yeah. Me, not even telling yeah. a joke, making like zombie sounds up <laughs> in here. So, so but, anyway, that was the previously on. Clearly, it was exactly, so amazing. Yeah. But see, um, it was very good. It was one of the best episodes. We'll find out in a couple minutes yeah. if it's Pop Smell and approved or not. Totally. But why don't you give out all the contact information? So uh, if you guys want to get in contact with me and see some awesome pictures from the week, we've done some cool shit. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's Val Gomez 23 How's your Instagram game this week? It's gone up again. But I, guys, I can't crack 212. 
Two's okay. Well, I got a beef with Instagram, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Twitter numbers are doing very strong. They're at like 530. I'm still trying to get to 605, which hopefully... I, my goal was to get there by the end of this season. I think I got, <laughs> I I got 12 followers in that span. Okay. But by the end of season 10, I will have 605 followers. Wow. I still have 80 followers on Instagram. I lost the sex bot this week, which was hard to cope with. <laughs> but I, I had the picture of the week, and I got four likes on it. I'm it just was saying. too highbrow. We'll get to that maybe later mm-hmm. on. Um, but uh, and then facebook.com slash live at 605 to see some good memes. I've posted some pretty good ones this week. Mm-hmm. Posted one of the Ninja Turtles up next to the like computer. Said when you introduce the squad to the new 605. We're not doing one. that thing where you tell me all the No, nah, I just told you that one. She yeah, said you liked I it. I know. But it's to do it to entice people to actually go to the website. <laughs> facebook.com slash live at 605. And then what should I do if I'm on, like, Twitter? I mean, what should I do if I'm on iTunes? If you're on iTunes and you want to check us out, download and subscribe to our 605 page and then leave us a comment because every comment you leave us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So all, all week I was waiting uh, for the call from my dad to see if he listened to the podcast or not because last week we introduced a new segment uh, not a segment, but it's just to find out if the previous episode was mm-hmm. Pops Now and Approved. Mm-hmm. Because this this season, he has not let back. He's given the good with the bad. He is very much our solid critique. He is yeah. our barometer he's, of good or stoned. He's a, he's a straight shooter. Yeah. He told me my solo podcast was shoddy and needed work and probably should not be done again by myself. I'm pretty sure all of us told you that. <laughs> I still think it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, he thought there was an episode where we were stoned, <laughs> yeah. hit the crack pipe or something, and then he said there were some very good episodes. So now what we do, if you are just listening to this episode or you haven't heard of previous previous weeks, we're going to let you know if it's Pop Smell and approved, and if it is, you should go back and listen totally. to it. So what do you think, based, well, based on the fact that you listened to this episode six times, do you think it'd be Pop Smell no. and approved? Uh, I actually really like last week's episode. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay, so... Pop Smell and approved. Well, no, it was approved by you. Oops, Val Gomez approved. <laughs> no sting. <laughs> oh! So this past week's episode, season 9, episode 10 of Live at 605, is officially Pops Malin approved. Damn, dog, That was officially Pops Malin approved. I think the other way we know that it was approved is like we're, we were out somewhere yesterday with friends or yeah. somewhere. I can't remember the hell we were. This week has been so busy. Um, but we were out somewhere yesterday or the day before, and friends of the podcast, Chris and Becca, yeah. after Becca already liked the Facebook she did. on the Facebook group, she liked the episode description. Yeah. And she, yeah, she left a comment saying it was a great episode and that she loved the zombie story. Dear friends of the podcast, Becca and Chris were commuting to Ottawa this weekend to go see other friends of the podcast, and they texted John and I to say that they were listening to the podcast on the road trip and dying of laughter. Exactly. So. So that's great. I just wanted to say, my dad had a couple notes. Kay. I tried to write oh, them down okay. when I talked give to him. Give it to him. No, it was good notes. The first note was that he loved Hit the Post. He thought you did a great job. Of course I did. He's like, hey, you even throw her like curveballs and you still knocked him out of the park. Yeah, buddy. He said, I really enjoyed the stories. There was a good variety, although he felt a couple of them may have gone long. Which story? I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, I love that you take half notes. <laughs> well, that's I do half. I'm half a podcast host, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's all I wrote down. What? <laughs> I said, like hit the post, great stories. I spelled stories wrong and I wrote somewhere a little long. Uh, but comma. not like which one? No. <laughs> 
But uh, I'm going to give my pops a heads up this week. He usually calls me Thursday or Friday. I probably will not be in the office Thursday or Friday because your Toronto Blue Jays made the playoffs. Woo! And because of the, the chumps at MLB Network scheduling, they're probably going to play the Blue Jay games all afternoon games. Which is so silly. So at, regardless, I waited 22 years, as a, a lot of us have, to watch mm-hmm. Blue Jays playoffs. I can't watch you at work, so I'm just going to hopefully take Thursday and Friday off yeah. to watch from my bunker here by myself. So I guess we're going out of order for this week because I definitely have some questions. Sure. So I was jamming with the guys on Wednesday night when the Toronto Blue Jays (laughs) dropped a pen, right? Um, When the Toronto Blue Jays clinched um, the ALE spot. Yes, correct. How, what was your feeling watching that game? Because it was like obviously like a pretty big victory we had that day to win the game. It was also a double header. Yeah, because it was a previous rain delay. Well, here's the problem. This has been—it's just like been the Blue Jays' luck. Like they, they've had a great season. The first half was they were a mediocre, average team at fifty and fifty. Mm-hmm. The problem was, like you said, it was a doubleheader, and so all they had to do to clinch the their first division title in twenty three years was win the first game. Yeah, they did that, and then normally when you clinch the wild card, the the division, mm-hmm. you get to go after the game and celebrate because that's yeah. the end of the night. You get to pop champagne. Yeah, so these guys not have twenty minute break because they have to play another baseball yeah. game. It's just kind of like. It was like, and also the very last play of that first game yeah. was a check swing, and nobody knew if the guy was out or not. So the, even like the, that uh-huh. celebration, the run in the field was delayed. I was obviously I was excited, but the other problem was everyone in Toronto watching play baseball knew they were going to clinch it. Like the Yankees just had no chance. It wasn't like right. it was the last game of the season. Will they? Or won't they? Like a few games. Like I had already known for a few days that this was like, of course they're going to get it. Okay. Afterwards, the second game, which they lost, when they finally got to celebrate, that's when I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool. I was glad we watched it together. Yeah. I'm like, oh, especially for people like Batista and Encarnacion, who are the longest active streak of mm-hmm. most games played without ever being to a playoff series. Gotcha. Over 1,000 games. Can you yeah. imagine? 1,000 games and never being to the playoffs. Yeah. So it was cool. And they're the original Blue Jays who, like, the original superstars, people like Donaldson, Martin, Price, they came to this team this year. But, Don, but Batista and Encarnacion put in all the time. They stayed here, like, playing for the Jays. Uh, so, no, I thought it was it was a great feeling just watching them celebrate. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm still pissed off that 100, you're telling me 100, 150,000 people got playoff tickets before me. <laughs> this must have been one that. of those stories that your dad said went too long. <laughs> it probably was. Um, but what did you feel fun. about it? Well, we were jamming, and Chris was, like, so excited um, just in general because here's the thing with baseball and I think with, like, how like my new landscape with work is is that not a lot of my new work friends like sports in general so i don't get to really talk about it and then like some of our other groups of friends aren't as big into the baseball as we are but i always forget chris and the people i jam with are really into sports right so it was really cool so when chris was like we clinched the spot, yeah, right? that's awesome. Um, we all actually started cheering and then playing, like, Let's Go Blue Jays really? um, at work or at the studio. So that was a lot of fun. And we immediately knew, obviously, we had to, like, follow up with the second game. But when I got home and we were watching it with you, it's still, like, in disbelief kind of thing. For like, sure. I think for me, it's, like, even though I don't overtly remember the 92-93 series, um, like, I think I more remember hearing yeah. about it. Um, it was really cool to see the champagne toasting and the, like, 
all the speeches and whatnot, but sometimes I'm still like, how is David Price on our team? I know. Right, like, like, stuff like that just, like, kind of throws me still. Oddly enough, three years ago, I felt the same way about Jose Reyes. I'm like, how's this guy? Like, I was so and happy how about how quickly you dropped him. Uh, yeah, which is a good point. I, I still want to talk baseball for a second, then we'll move on if you're not a baseball fan. But my what I thought was the Instagram picture of the week was I posted uh, on Instagram, I said, the night that they clinched, I said, congratulations to the 2015 AL East Division Champion Toronto Blue Jays. And it was a picture of Jose Reyes doing that thing, like the two fingers by his eyes, like yeah. the celebration thing. I got four likes, although Jason said it was picture of the day, which yeah, I... Yeah, but you know what, though? It's, do you only post it on Instagram or on Facebook? Only on Instagram. I made it my Facebook profile picture. I have one like. Really? <laughs> yeah, you don't even like it. It's not even you. Because I think... You know what the thing is, though? And I'll go over this later. But, most um, slept on social media account ever. What? I have the most slept. I dropped a pen. What? I have the most slept on Instagram in the what game. What does that mean? Slept on mean it means like what rep underappreciated. Did, what rep website did you just see that from? Nah, it's from it's like let's just say uh, Big Grams most slept on album of the year means oh, it's okay. an album that people haven't listened to. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like the right people liked your picture on Instagram. Yeah, I'd rather have Jason like it than like 15 people exactly, like it. Exactly, right? It's too highbrow. Yeah. Okay, what's your sponsorship of the week? Oh, right, sponsorship. I had one other baseball thing I wanted to say, but now okay. I... Okay. No, I forget now. Okay. Oh, what's your sponsorship? Do you have one? Mm, no, but I was thinking you might have a new one. What's... Oh, uh, no, we'll save that for the end. <laughs> Last week, we were almost attacked and bitten by a zombie. Yeah. This, today, John, today, I was literally attacked and bitten. <laughs> was it a zombie? Who knows? Do I still have my right nipple? Yeah. I don't know if I do. Instead of going... You <laughs> <he> went... <laughs> so stay tuned towards the end of the story, towards the end of the podcast, to hear how my right nipple was bitten. <laughs> not almost, by me. Not by you. And it was there is a flesh yeah. mark taken out yeah, of my body. Yeah, you definitely have some wounds. Some battle scars. Some battle scars. Okay, I gotta. I was gonna. I have two things that could have been a sponsor. Do you want me to make the silly one the sponsor, or the one that pissed me off? Probably the one that pissed me off should be the sponsorship, yeah. right? All right. So this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I don't know. How, for whatever reason, you and I went to Loblaws like fifteen times this week. That's true. Like my God, if I ever go back there again, I'll be too soon. Why did we go so many times? I don't even know. I think. The day I went, I don't even know why I went. Okay. But either way, so I'm in the express. I think I was literally buying. Oh, I know what it was. No, I don't know what it was. Okay. I bought something from yeah. Lobla. I bought three items. So I went to the 16 items or less, which still seems like a lot for express. Like make it eight or less. Like 16. There is an eight or less. Not there. No, there is. There's just, there's an eight or less and there's a 16 or less. I've never seen the eight or less. Am <laughs> <laughs> I your sponsorship? Yeah. So anyways, I'm in the this longest line ever for express items with people who clearly have 15 to 19 items where I'm like, all right, I'll let that slide. But the guy in front of me, I could already tell was a loose cannon. He had a cart and he was just kind of like bobbing back and forth. I don't know yeah. if he was listening to music or if he had like a uh, little piece of hair hanging down from <laughs> his head. But he goes, uh, so the way they set up the cashiers is there's like a front and a back. Okay. He was in the front. And he goes up in front, and immediately he pushes his cart to where the second cashier is, which means oh, whoever so can't get stand there. So it means whoever goes to the next cashier, his cart is in the way because yeah. he's on the the front side of it. Right. So, anyways, I go. And he doesn't move it, but I only have two items. Right. So, oh yeah, this is what it was. So as I'm walking up, not only does he have his cart there, he's getting ready to pay for his shit next to me. Does he not take his keys and his wallet 
and put them down on my tray where I'm supposed to put my food. Wow, he's just taking up all the real estate space. It's like, dude, there's not only is there ten people behind us. Like, obviously, yeah, these well, these lanes are gonna be used up every which way of a Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you saw me coming behind you, and you took your debit card out, put your wallet on my tray, then you put your big keys. Looked like you had dad keys, like ten different keys. I think there was even Janitor fucking keys. Swiss Army knife attached to it. <laughs> One of those sets of keys. Mm-hmm. Puts it down, and even though, regardless, I had two items, yeah. three items. I'm like, and he you didn't. You should just put your stuff on his keys. I should have done that, but I didn't want a Swiss Army knife to like pop a hole in our pop container or whatever it was. <laughs> so I do that, and then I'm just like, oh, this guy. It just annoyed me. Like, that's stupid, right? Putting your. Oh, yeah. Well, lock. it's also probably like his other side of his area is probably well, empty. Empty, and so yeah. much. So, anyways, when. Um, when I was when he was getting ready to leave, he puts his stuff in his cart, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not moving. So he narrowly like has to like kind of maneuver yeah. around me. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, man. Did I, you look at him, uh, or did he huff and puff? No, he was. I don't think he really even realized. He just kind of he had to maneuver. That was my yeah. He didn't even notice maneuvering around me. That was uh. my. But I felt bad saying, did I make eyes at him? You and I were walking home the other day. I didn't even t- tell you this. Did story. I like bitch eye someone? No, I. <laughs> Did I resting bitch face somebody? No, no. So you know where the San RBF. Francesco's is? Yeah. So we're walking home and we cut through like two, we cut through that um, apartment building. There's thing. zombies in there? No, no, no. But there was this guy walking towards us. Yeah. And I, you know, my, my tip I sometimes have is if you're walking down the street and you're intimidated or you think someone's scary, yeah. make a fist with your hand to yeah. scare them off. Or if they throw a punch, you're ready to throw back. <laughs> Throwing punches at you. I don't know. Why are we walking through alleyways? Well, we had a zombie attack. I got my nipple bitten I today. I gotta have my fist punched. Okay. So this dude was walking towards us. Yeah. And I thought he looked. He didn't look that shady, but he looks like he could be shady. <laughs> yeah. So I made a fist. Yeah. And I kind of gave him like danger eyes. But <laughs> what are your danger eyes? Look at. Just like I just squint. Those don't really like danger eyes. So anyways, I did that. And I think he thought that I was. Like inti- I think he thought he was dangerous, so he kind of like made eyes like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then I felt <laughs> bad. <laughs> like I like I intimidated him to be like, "No, I'm- maybe he was just like scared of me." See, fist clenched in the eyes. Maybe this is squinted. why people don't add you to Instagram because you've out- isolated most of the population. I wonder if that guy has a spon- has a podcast and I'm his sponsorship. Probably. Regardless, he's probably like. Guys, I was out in the world today, and for the umpteenth time, this guy, this stranger just came up to me and tried to punch me. Stranger danger. Yeah, you're stranger danger. You're going to be, like, on, like, billboards, dude. Well, Not in a good way. I might be his sponsorship, but that guy wasn't my sponsorship, but that was my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I think that just reminded me of, like, so on Tuesday... I think I was meeting up with, um, what you want to call it, Chris. Well, actually, initially it was only supposed to be Lil, but I was meeting up with Chris, Lil, and Benoit for coffee at, like, Queen and Spadina. And so I was like, holy shit, I should just catch a cab because I don't want to be late, and I'm going to pick up Chris. So then I'm walking up to Front Street, and there's so many people, but I'm like, I just need one cab. Nobody is stopping, so I just keep walking. And what the one thing I do is... If I'm at an intersection and I see a cab, I don't just stand right at the intersection. I try to walk a little bit in. Yeah, of course. You're a good person. Because the cab can pull over and then cars can still go around it. They're not just, like, stopped right beside 
um, like oncoming traffic. And so I go to flag down a cab and I'm standing further in because I'm a nice human. Of course. But then this other bitch is clearly standing right at the intersection. Right. And then I hail down this cab. This guy like nods at me. He comes through the front um, front of New York uh, intersection, pulls over beside me. I open the door and this lady starts bitching at me. Oh, what? Right? And she's like, you stole my cab. I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I didn't. I was like, I was here first. Like, I'm more into the street than you are. Right? And I'm like, I pu- purposely made a point of saying, like, I stood here as to not, um, what you want to call it, not disrupt the flow of traffic, right? Right, and she's like, "Oh, oh!" And then the cab driver actually stood up for me and was like, "Yeah, That's no, he, she, I, I came because I saw her first. Then she's like, oh, "Okay, fine." And I was like, "Bitch, please!" Like, I will fucking like zombie cut you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So yeah, that kind of stuff is very annoying. Where it's just like, it's like, come on, there's tens of thousands yeah. of taxis everywhere. You clearly waited down. The taxi drivers yeah. give you the seal of approval. It's like, get the heck out of here. So. The fact is, when do we do stuff wrong? No, I was going to say, I've never, I don't know anything I've ever done wrong. Totally. Ever. It all goes back, and I know you have a story from Taylor Swift, but it all goes back Thank you. to when we went to Kanye West, and I know exactly where we're sitting, and two people were sitting in our seats, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> these are our seats. They're like, no, they're not. I'm like, you think I'm a guy who comes to a place and doesn't know where he's sitting? <laughs> And they're like, we're not moving. So I got the usher. I had, cause I had to go. You had to prove it. I had to prove it. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, you're you're like, you're not even supposed to be here tonight. You're coming no. tomorrow. And you're sitting two sections up from here. <laughs> it's like, we know what we're doing at all times. We get the best Thank advice. You. We're great people. I mean, the one thing I can't do right is grow facial hair. But exactly. I, I chalk that up to hormones or lack thereof. <laughs> or genetics. Or genetic. Oh, my, my whole blondie. family can. That's true. Although I did have a mustache. I did grow a mustache for a Halloween costume like four years ago. But you colored it in. Yeah, I need it just for men. <laughs> but uh, hold on. So I, f- sorry, I feel like we're take. I'm taking my dad's advice, and we just have like a bunch of super short stories this week. Okay. So I had another one. Speaking of like transport transportation, mm-hmm. um, I was going to work this week, and I was at Union Station getting ready to take the damn streetcar. Mm-hmm. And I can only remember who I brought this up. I forgot. I'm supposed to be boycotting the TTC. I'm not yeah. supposed to be riding them for the last two it's years. It's cold and rainy. Exactly. So I'm waiting for the streetcar. Mm-hmm. And I get down there, and there's a 509, which I'm supposed to take to work, which is already there. Mm-hmm. But it's already pretty full, and I can see there's another another 509 right behind it in the station. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to be able to sit rather than stand next to these, like, scumbags or right. whatever. But then next to my left, I see this guy who... He kind of looks like a hobo, but it's one of those where you don't know if he's crazy or not. Okay. But, but in ha- John's mind, everyone else is crazy. Uh, well, not, well, yeah. Clearly, did you give him the fist? No, this guy scared me. Yes. <laughs> this guy had a mustache and was drinking McDonald's coffee, which was a little bit off. People like McDonald's coffee. Yeah, but it's like, oh, shit, I dropped the pen again. Can you just put down the pen? <laughs> but I have to have it to write my notes. Okay. So. Fun thing is, why don't you just leave the pen on the paper with the notes? This is true. I'll, I'll try that. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. A guy drinking McDonald's coffee. A lot of people like McDonald's coffee. Can you I name am not one person you know? Who likes Sal. Me? That's just a made-up name. No, Sal are editing friends. You're thinking better... F- Call Sal. No. But anyways, so the streetcar is full, but people are still running and trying to get on. Yeah. And this is all this guy to my left. He starts saying this. You're going to say possibly you're right. (laughs) (laughs) 
sitting to my left, possibly to her right. So this crazy guy drinking McDonald's coffee with a mustache just starts going, Hey, get here early next time. <laughs> Don't get that coffee. It wasted it. What? <laughs> Stop sleeping in so late. You're... He hey. yelled at the person. At everyone running by. He's just like, get here earlier. Did you sit beside him? Well, no, because then this is the other thing. People are like looking at him like, that's where I'm like, is he crazy or is he like yeah. outspoken? But then I'm like, oh, no, he's crazy because there's a person sitting on the streetcar. Mm-hmm. And I just saw him do this. <laughs> like he, he, he actually he made danger eyes. eyes. He made like he opened the eyes up and stared at people like he was going to cut them. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I'm like, I should have just tried to like jam myself onto the streetcar. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, this guy gets on the streetcar with me. He's sitting at the back. I moved yeah. to the front because I don't want to have to deal with this guy. Yeah. I could see, I was listening to my headphones, so I could see him kind of making like small talk or yelling at people. Right. But then when I got off, when I was getting off the streetcar at my place of business, I looked to see what he's doing, if he's still there, and is he not like up to his elbows, up his nose? Like he's just picking Ew. his nose, looking for some booger sugar up there. And he's just like picking his nose. But I'm like, oh. I'm like, this is why I walk everywhere. Yeah, that's true. So I thought that was a little ridiculous. So I guess while you were doing that, I was out for coffee. Oh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> the same day. So I went out. Um, so initially I was, I guess, background context. I don't know if we ever mentioned it during the season. Friends of the podcast uh, from the last season's Europe trip wedding, uh, uh, Lil and Benoit moved back to Toronto Benoit's only, he's never lived in Toronto. They've only lived in Vancouver. So Lil and I were supposed to rally for coffee. And then Chris messaged me and was like, what are you and John doing? And I was like, well, John's going to go hang at home, but I'm meeting up with Lil. So I'm like, I'm sure if you want to come, you can come out and meet us. And then I told Lil that. And then she was like, "Um, is it okay if Ben comes too? And I'm like, of course it is. So we all went to Dark Horse at Queen and Spadina, which was... Is that was, the Katy Perry con- uh, well, coffee shop? Well, this is not why you and Chris think alike. Because um, the entire way there in the cab ride, he just started singing Dark Horse. Nice. And then he's like, we should perform that at jamming tomorrow. And I'm like, can you even do the rap part? I do the rap part. Okay, g- give me one chunk of the rap part, and I'll tell you if it's the same part Chris does. Shorty got loose. Some, I don't know. That What is that? Was that Sean Paul or <laughs> Pitbull? Juicy J. Oh, okay. Um, I should hit it in, quit, I don't know. No. So Chris did one part, but Which he could part? only do the same sentence over and over Which again. Which part? Uh, it'll come to me, like, way later in this podcast. But either way, so he was singing that. We went and kicked it there, and then... What it, the weird thing is, is that I don't know how you feel like this. What was your first feeling when you moved here from Ottawa by yourself? My first... Like, how did you feel about the move? Oh, I was scared. Knowing that you really only knew Dan here, right? Yeah, and he lived in downtown Toronto. I lived in Scarborough. What was that feeling like? Oh, it was very nerve-wracking because, first of all, my I was living with a guy from Switzerland who didn't mm-hmm. speak English. <laughs> And the, what I understood was a bad part of Toronto, mm-hmm. like Scarborough. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour and a half to get it into class. I didn't really know anyone here. Right. But at the same time, it was exciting, I guess. But no, it's, yeah. it's scary, especially when you don't know anyone and you don't know the city or where you're going. Yeah. I mean, now I'm a Toronto pimp. Like, well, obviously, now. you're just giving fists to everyone. I mean, we did get invited to a very cool barbecue. Like, we're a couple cool kids. Oh, you need to stop saying that. So, um, so I think basically, like, for me, especially because it's, like, Lil's lived here forever, like, um, whatchamacallit, she's been away for five years, but, like, family and, like, a lot of us are still in the city, but I'm, like, it must be so weird to be Ben, who, like, moved from, like, France 
to Van, lived there at, for like has a base <coughs> there. Hasn't really spent a lot of time in Toronto right. yet. And so I was very much like curious, like, how is it like, is it living up to your expectations? Like, it's also like, um, it just must be difficult, right? Like yeah. to start, start all over. And like my hat goes out to them. Like they found an apartment like within a month. Ben got a job within a month. Right. Will already had a job when she moved here, which was like definitely a component of it. But I was just like, how do you adjust in Ben? He's like, and like, he kind of just looked at me and we both started laughing. Right. And so I think it was like he knew that it's still hard, like leaving a place you know everything in and of you course. have friends and whatever. So I made it a point to inv- try and invite Ben to like jam sessions and like stuff just so he meets some of like even our other friends. Like I don't even think Lil knows some of these guys too well. So having coffee was really great. But then I equally felt ner- like bad for Ben. But this is the thing where I know I can put Ben in any situation. Chris was also going to be there. Our jamming bi-weekly hang with all the people from my old work. We were going back to the rehearsal studio. And I was like, Ben, why don't you come and you can sit in on drums? Because Ben used to be like in a heavy metal band nice. um, back in France. And so while he didn't play drums there... He actually, I think he said he played guitar and he sang, nice. right? Which was kind of cool. Um, what you recall it? We ended up getting to the studio. We all were having beers and whatever. And Daniela came out to this one, so it was a bit more packed, friend of the podcast. But we started playing, and he's like, I've never really played drums properly. But he was such a trooper. He stayed, and he, like, threw back some beers with Scrivens. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, Hopefully he had fun, and I think my thing is it's, like, if it at least is something that you do, like, consistently outside of, like, and this is what I hope it would be, like, Lil has her base here. We're obviously still hanging out with her and and with him together, but have him have, like, his own thing in the city I think is also just important because then it's, like, oh, he's making it his own. It's not just, like, whatnot till he can, like, he has his own base here, too. So that was a lot of fun. Jamming was like fucking on fleek this week. Do you have a top song of the week then? From jamming? Yeah. Um. So okay, this is one thing is we all got injured previous and during jamming this week. So I haven't played bass properly in about a month, and so Z actually cut his finger. He slid it open with a knife, so it was bleeding like the whole time. Rob ended up injuring his hand. I think he was getting like. What's that one guitarist who had to have surgery and could, like, he was worried he would never be able to play guitar again? Oh, are you talking about Gordy Johnson of Big Sugar slash uh, Sit Down Servant slash Grady? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yo, you're like Pete Townsend from <laughs> Word is Andy's. Like, that's not the right story, is it? And I was like, I don't remember. But I remember John telling me about this one guitarist who hurt his hand and, like, Gordy Johnson. Yeah. So either way, the one thing I love is that we have a set list of like 30 songs. We usually play it up and down. Um, but this time around, because Ben was new, we were also just like calling out shit that we hadn't done before. But the one thing I like doing is that, and I feel like I'm the only one who has some sort of like theory-based training for music, um, is trying to find songs that would naturally progress into other songs because of the same chord progression. Um, one of the songs that Chris and Scrivens belt so well is we'll go from Oasis, Stop Crying Your Heart Out, into With or Without You by U2. Nice. And so we always say that if we were on tour 
or something, that that would be the song we would close to because we meld both songs and we speed it up at the end. And it has the same, like, Hotel California, like, and, and, like, we could just hear, like, people screaming. But, like, Chris was belting it so hard. I had the hugest, and I still have blisters on my, like, index middle and ring finger on my left hand. I had the hugest bubble boil on my index finger. Very attractive. And it was disgusting. And I was like, oh, my God, I could feel, like, all the fluid in it. And I was trying to play bass for the song because everybody was so into it. And, like, Ben was into it and Z was into it and everything. And I'm playing, and all of a sudden I look down, and my hand is so wet that the, the bubbles all burst on my hand. Ugh. So that's when you know you take your music really seriously. Or when you should maybe, maybe you have a problem and you need to stop. No, I think it is, and this is all it is. It's like you have to play consistently to build up your calluses. Mm-hmm. And because I don't play bass all the time, neither do I play guitar or piano, but... The tips of my fingers are fine, yeah. but I play bass, like, on, like, the ball of my fingers, right. and so that is definitely softer. Like, it feels so dis- not- Feel it! Ew! <laughs> it feels so gross. It feels like the grandmother's, like, underneath her leg. Like, Ew! Right <laughs> what, what grandmother legs are you feeling? I don't know. I'm not That's feeling so any grandmother's weird. leg. Um, but either way, yeah, so that, that was, like, my favorite song, Jamming, but then we also did, because Ben was in a heavy metal band, we always do The Darkness, which I'm excited for because we have the concert coming up. Yes. So that was a lot of fun. Which Darkness did you do? Uh, what you call it? Um, the main one. Uh, you got to believe in a thing called love? Yeah. Got to do Black Shuck. How, we don't know Black Shuck, though. Black Shuck. Zeno's like the entire riff to I Believe in a Thing Called Love. So we all did that, and then we all always do the clapping solo part. Yeah, but it's a staple. That, um, it is a staple. It's a very much a house party staple, too. But we also did calling or um, what you call it, raging against the machine, killing in the name of, and Ben sang it, nice. which is awesome with his accent. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like just that. sounds more elegant. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I thought this jam session was pretty cool. Um, Chris booked it for next week on the fifteenth. So as soon as I land back in Toronto. <laughs> Kick it here for a bit and then head to the studio, I guess. Very nice. Very rock star life. Sounds like you're living a rock star life. I literally just remember what my my baseball news was. You're going to find it interesting. What? Literally breaking news right now. So whilst you were sleeping, the Blue Jays lost, but we we now know who they are playing in the first round. So this Thursday, October, whatever it is, the Toronto Blue Jays, for the first time in 22 years, are playing in the playoffs against... Your Texas Rangers. No way! Which I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty nervous about. No, he used to. He plays for San Francisco. Uh, But my actual favorite player is on Texas. Prince Fielder. Fat boy Fielder. Prince Fielder. Is that your real favorite player? Or would you just drop him in 10 seconds? No, because him and Jose Reyes are always my favorite. Jose Reyes, because five years ago he was great. I love Prince Fielder because he's great and he's really fat. Okay. But he's also really good. He's actually yeah. the comeback player of the year this year. Ooh. In your mind or in the world's mind? In the world's mind. Okay. <laughs> so Texas makes me worried because they have some really good left-handed pitchers. Do we ever... We play Texas. How do we fare against them, though? We've... We've... Uh, the last time, actually, you were uh, away, we played them. I think we took two of three. Okay. But they have one pitcher, Gallardi Guerrero, 
who has dominated us all year. 3-0. He's the player pitcher all the time? He's playing pitching game one against us. Who's pitching on game one? Who do you think? David Price Money. David Money Price. <laughs> I screwed that joke up. David Price is obviously pitching game one. Okay. So, I mean, it's going to be... Texas was the one team. Teams are... Everyone's like, it could be tough. Like, yeah. they have people who match up against our pitches, and they have really good hitters. Yeah. So anyways, I'm excited for that. But the other piece of news I just heard again while you're sleeping. Yeah. Mark Burley yeah. will not be on the playoff roster. Oh. For the for, for the first round. Why? He's been battling injuries. He's been getting cortisone shots in his shoulders every month. He yeah. just he pitched great the first half, the second half not as well. So he's not even going to be a relief pitcher for the first second round if we make it that far. He could come back. That's sad. So it's sad, but he he they interviewed him and he actually broke the news. He handled it really well. He said, he's like, oh, I'm upset, but he's like, they made the right call. Yeah. Of course. So of course. He's he's such a mentor. He's so all class, that man. All class. Yeah. So that is the, the Blue Jays. Stay Day classy, news. Burley. Stay classy. But um, yeah, at this point, it looks like I'll be taking, hopefully I can take the day off. It will most likely be an afternoon game. Yeah. And I think I was trying to figure out what to do for lunch. I might just do like Cali's or something. Well, I'm in Quebec. I will save that calories for when you get back. I will be eating French toast. Thank you. So before we get into a few more stories, I know there's a story you hadn't told me yet about cards at Loblaws. <laughs> and then we still have to talk about me getting my nipple bitten off and you going yeah. to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Why don't we play everyone's favorite game and it's a round of Hit the Post. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. Hat trick, So for those of you who are new to the game, Hit the Post is a radio term. When you are a radio DJ, hitting the post means you talk up until when lyrics get sung on a song. So you're supposed to talk about radio info, this or that, and then when the first lyric starts, you're supposed to shut up. So I have a list of songs here. <laughs> it's weird when you open your notes on your phone and all they say is naked red. What is that? I don't know what that is anymore. Oh, I think it's a store that my boss shop said. Naked red. <laughs> yeah. I like Not it. that kind of store. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I hate so. So, did you know Drake just opened up like a restaurant in Toronto? Oh, that was predictable. All celebrities have to do that. What's it called? Oh, I don't even remember. Clearly didn't put a, an impression on you. Nope. Um, so, so you are the hit the post champ. You've Four I think for you're, four. I was going to say, I think you're even five for five dating back to three yeah. episodes ago. So, you, do you want to go first yeah. and set the tone? So, let me pick a song for you then. To hit the post to. So you are going to do... I got to find... I got to make this tough. Okay, I think you're going to have... I think you might have trouble with this one. You're going to do Cause Equals Time by Broken Social Scene. Okay. And you are part of 108.8 The Orange. The Orange? Orange. 108.8 The Orange. Oops, hold on. No. Okay. And you were actually in Vietnam. What? But you're there to support all the people. You know, when people go to different countries, like to teach English. To yeah. school, you're there to help the people who have moved across from North America to Vietnam. To learn English? No, well, the what? people who are teaching English in Vietnam. The okay, people don't, so I'm supporting them. You're supporting them. It's like when. So I just live there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you're in Vietnam. Okay. And you are prime time. You're doing the uh, evening shift. Okay. And um, you're getting ready because that weekend it is um, it is the State Farm again. Okay. So let me know when you're ready. Hold on a second. 
Did I give you all your information? Yeah, you're weird. I gotta make it tough for you. Why? Because <laughs> you're five for five. It's and this is everyone's favorite game, so. Okay, hold on. What? All State Farm. You're, the State Farm is going on that week in Vietnam, yeah. and I don't want you looking up Vietnam locations like you did in Perth. <laughs> State Farm. The Orange. Are you ready? Okay. Hey guys, this is Val coming to you live from 108.8 The Orange. I'm taking you guys on your favorite um, Bitchin' McCall radio station to set you up for your evening, primetime night. You got plans to go to restaurants. You got plans to go to concerts. We got a great Canadian band coming up for you. This is one of those homegrown bands back from where I'm from, back in Toronto. You know, I'm here supporting all my Canadian fans in the city. This is Broken Social Scene with Cause Equals Time. Getting you ready for the skate farm. <laughs> you had it. You... Because you, uh, you gave me too much fucking information. I didn't get in. I'm just trying to be legit to your stupid scripting. You had it. You said, you literally said broken social scene, cause equals time. And then he said state farm. You had it. You I just know, said, because I didn't say anything about the state farm. Well, you don't have to say the state farm. That's just there if you need don't it. Don't make me pitch you. <laughs> no, my nipple is hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but, hey, you know. You, I feel like you should give that to me. Hey, even Ken Griffey Jr. swings and misses every once in a while. But Val Gomez doesn't. Cold bitch. <laughs> Cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> that made me laugh on the Mindy progress. <laughs> the Mindy, Mindy progress. progress. She's making progress. <laughs> the She's, Mindy project. Which oh. When uh, Danny was like, he's like, you're the biggest bitch I know. Yeah. Like when she was worried to like give birth or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hold on. Okay, sock it to me, please. Um, I know my nose is all stuffed up again. Oh. Jesus. Your song will be White Wedding by Billy Idol. God, okay. Um, this is 104.2. Okay. The Red. The Red, the Naked Red, okay. Naked Red FM. <laughs> okay. It is prime time. Okay. And there is another state farm going on this weekend. <laughs> state, fa- state fair, I called it. I say state farm. Okay. 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 In three, two, one. Hold on. Okay. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Naked John, coming to you live on 104.2 Naked Red FM. Oh, we're going to paint the town red by going to a white wedding. I'm getting y'all ready for the primetime state fair this weekend. I'll be there along with Naked Julie. We may or may not be clothed, but I got to tell you, I love me some Billy Idol. Let's listen to White Wedding. Because, (laughs) oh, he makes me hungry like the wolf. Let's get it. 104.2. Naked. Yeah. Invalid. I I almost had it. No, you didn't. Oh, I was closer than you. No, you weren't. (laughs) I think we were both. Let's just agree to disagree on that one. Fine. But um, it's tougher than it looks, folks. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one because I'm not a big Billy Idol kind of guy. But you know what? I'm going to give you one more. How did you even pick all the songs that are a part of this? I try to think of songs that, for the most part, it's not like five seconds in, they just start yeah. singing. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I know some of these songs. Like this song, for instance, I'm going to give you Simple Song by The Shins. Okay. Um... Because I know you know the song, but I don't know if you've listened to it lately, so it might be tougher okay. for you. You are working at 
76.6, the brick. <laughs> and okay. you are living in uh, Compton, California. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only indie station in Compton. That's all you need to know. Okay. Because it's presumably, it's uh, predominantly. predominantly rap music. Okay. So you ready? Yeah. Hey guys, this is Val coming to you live from 76.6 The Brick, right in Compton, California. You know, repping for the best indie all across the this great orange, I don't think it's the orange state, but it's the western state we like to call home. This is a great track by one of those bands you probably don't check out enough of. This is Simple Song by The Shins. Well, this is just a simple song. I'm trying to think if I should give it to you or not. It's one of those lines where you know you you literally said simple song the shins and as soon as your mouth closed yeah. the lyrical you were half a second away from speaking obviously more. I was going to say cuz we're coming at you. I think we got to give you that one. Ding ding ding. I like it. So okay, I'm going to pick a song for you. Yeah. Oh, you're going to pick one. That's not yep. even on there. Okay, let me pause it then. So, the song will be I don't feel like dancing by the Scissor Sisters. Okay. Who up until this point I never knew a girl was in the band as I'm looking at the album cover. <laughs> so Okay. You are also in the in San Francisco. You are on the only it is 102.1 The Pride. <laughs> I know what you're doing to me. Yeah, I know. Okay. And it is uh, you're, you have to promote a drag show happening this week at the State Farm. <laughs> Hi, boys. So we are coming to you live from 102.1 The Pride. I'm very prideful of these homegrown Australian boys. Oh, we love ourselves some Aussies, don't we? Thunder down under. I know what you're saying. I'm excited for the drag show this weekend at the State Farm. You might not feel like dancing. But I always feel like dancing to this song. It's Scissor Sisters. This is the Pride 102.1. Let's get it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be very... Let's just dance. <laughs> I just want to get to the laser beams. <laughs> the laser. I do love this song. Can you hit the I know they note? were... Yeah. So what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know they were Australian. I think they're something like that. I was like, did you just make that up? They're from a different... Let me check, double check that as we get to your favorite part. Ready? Yeah. Everyone together. Because I don't feel like dancing when the yo's are in a place. Oh, we're night. But I can make you find a way. We should teach Benjamin this song. He'd love it. Yeah. But I don't feel like dancing. No, no, no dancing today. Dancing, dancing, pew, 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 pew. There you go. <laughs> so their description on Wikipedia says, Scissor Sisters is an American pop group formed, <laughs> formed in 2001, forged in the scuzzy gay nightlife scene of New York. Aww. And I love that the pride at whatever... San Fran. San Fran, whatever area I gave you. Um, could only be for them boys. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's because we them boys. <laughs> okay, but they clearly could be lesbians. I know. I was just listen trying to the pride. Hey, we're all having fun here. We we love everybody and everything. So, uh, but so that, was that, that was another rigorous round of how to play. Hit.
the post. Boing. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Now we, we might have to call this episode Don't Feel Like Dancing. Yeah. So you had a story you've been, you haven't told me <laughs> about Loblaws. Why didn't you get into your Loblaws So story? last week, because uh, we were at Loblaws a lot last week, apparently, um, we were shopping for something and I was like, oh, I might as well get Ben his birthday card, because I'm like, I am one person who hates buying cards. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, one, a three-year-old can't read whatever I write them. So when I have to find the most visually interesting one, which is going to be a $9 card for a kid who can't read. Okay? So then I go, and I'm trying to pick a card. So I find this, like, weeding through all these decks of cards, and there's this old man standing there. Uh, I'm already pissed off. And so, no, you shouldn't be. I was so <laughs> weirded out. So oh. he's, like, looking through these cards, and he picks up. You know how, like, for, like, guys, they always have those, like, naked female or, like, yeah. scandally clad um, <coughs> women cards? So he picks, he's, like, has one already in his hands, and I can't see what it is, but he puts it down. Yeah. But then he starts giggling to himself. How old is this guy? He's probably, like, 80. Oh, my God. Right? So then he picks it up, another one, and he looks at it, and all I hear him do is go, Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and I was like weird, weirded out as I'm picking up a Mickey Mouse card, Ugh. and so I hear him just go. Mm-hmm. Was he looking at you? No, he's looking at the card, like the naked chick That's card, disgusting. and so he puts it down, and he, I just like burst out laughing in my head, and then he picks up another one. And it's like a chick, like sitting in a chair with, like, like an armchair with a beer, like um, right. German beer, whatever steed, whatever it's called. Shit. And then he, all he does is he puts it down. He's like, okay, what? Okay. Why is he so, so weird? It was this old man getting off on birthday cards, oh. and so he puts it down again. And so I'm sitting there. I'm just like reading Benjamin's Mickey Mouse card because it's so fucking long. Yeah. Because it's nine dollars. And then he, the guy goes and he puts down that, like, naked chick card. And he picks up another one. But it's, like, a gorilla card. And then he's like, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Guys, did you record any of this? No, because I was like, me and him were the only two people in the aisle. And I couldn't actually, like, we were standing, like, and he was blocking all the cards. Like, he right. was also just, like, a fatter gentleman and so i was just like so disgusted i'm like so first of all dude you're turned on by women in armchairs drinking beer but equally have the same reaction to a gorilla in a chair drinking a beer well so turns out i forgot there are three kinds of old people yeah the first kind the sweetest nicest old person they're just gonna be lovely second is the awful horrible old old person Mm -hmm. and third is the creepy old horny old man (laughs) Gets off on cards and gorillas. It's so weird. But I think it was just more like endearing, and I don't know why my impression of him sounded more like Bill Cosby as it went on. You know, you know what's going on with Bill Cosby though. Yeah. So you're right, Bill. You're flexing. I know. Bill Cosby drugs and rapes women. Yeah, he wouldn't do this. This old man. He, he, I don't feel like he's that guy. No. Um, but yeah, so I was just like dying of laughter. But his comedic timing was so on point, like. His the pacing was unreal. <laughs> That's hilarious. It I wish you recorded. I wish I recorded it because I will never do it justice. But I, yeah, I, I think I came out and started laughing right to you. Yeah, you're like, I have a story, but I can't tell you about it. You're like, just remember cards at Loblaws. I was like, okay. 
I like it. What do you think yeah. this old guy's name was? Well, it's probably like... Steven? No, he definitely has like an older name like Roy or something. <laughs> but then the thing is he probably can't Abraham. get on the... Yeah, Abraham. He probably can't get on the internet to look at porn, so he's looking at Hallmark porn. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do right? sometimes. He probably frequents like different like card he, stands yeah. to look for naked cards. Yeah, he probably he probably frequents a gentleman's club yeah. on like a Tuesday oh, afternoon. Remember in Detroit we saw so many gentlemen's clubs? We did. That was weird. Because if you got money, you might as well spend it at the um, For club? Your Eyes Only club. Ugh. So that, well, that's very creepy, but also very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't we fast forward to Friday night? Yeah, did we do anything on Thursday? Oh, Thursday oh God, I was I just... hope not. No, Thursday I actually had plans that got pushed till to Tuesday. Yeah. But then... Yeah. Um, so Friday. Friday, Friday fun day. Um, so, okay. Rewind. Last August, I believe, when 1989 first came out, I think... Shake It Off came out at the end of the summer. Something like that. Something like that. Me and Bobby, friend of the podcast, were, like, pretty into Shake It Off. Like, I was super excited. I really only knew... Um, P.S. I'm talking about Taylor Swift for, oh, <laughs> for those of you who don't understand the context. Because Shake It Off to me will always be Mariah Carey. What I is gotta something? shake it off to the fellas over there. Why do you sound creepy? Got it. Are you shake, looking at shake, cards? <laughs> right? You know that song, right? No, I do not. All right, you tell your story. I'll find it for you. So Bobby and I were very much into Shake It Off, and he's like, Taylor Swift tickets are going on sale. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm totally going to buy tickets, right? So he bought some for, like, the 500 section, and then I was like, dude, I just bought two as well. And then, like, I think I came home and I told you I bought t- concert tickets, but I didn't say for what. And <laughs> yeah. then I'm like, Taylor Swift. And you're like, oh, God. And I didn't realize, and this is because John usually buys our concert tickets for everything. <laughs> I'm like, I bought the tickets thinking the concert was last October. Okay. But little did I know it was actually a year from then. Right. Like, so I was like, this is not fun. Here, this is Mariah Carey's Shake It Off. You'll know this one. I don't know the song. No. Is this from Mimi? This is from her. This is from the court. Is it also called Shake It Off? Yeah, it's called Shake It oh, Off. Oh, you definitely know nobody knows this song. Well, everybody knows this song. I don't know this song. Wait for the chorus. This, this is my original Shake It Off. Although I do like Taylor Swift. Right. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. I got it. Shake, shake, shake. Isn't this the same song now that I listen to it? No, it's not. Taylor Swift? No? No. I mean, don't sue us, Taylor Swift. You sell out the Rogers Center twice in a row. You telling me this ain't the same song right here? Oh, <laughs> that one, well. I'm gonna no. It's the same chord. Okay, none of you. So I bought these Pro tickets. Carey, R.I.P. Nick Cannon's relationship. <laughs> so I was super excited. However, I didn't realize I had to wait over a year <laughs> to go to this show. Yeah. So a year of my life passes. Obviously, 1989 like blew up, became like a huge album. Taylor Swift, T or Tay Swift got Tay Tay got like. Huge. She got her new squad. She moved to New York. (laughs) It was all these things. We followed her profusely. And so all of a sudden, it came down to Friday with the Tay Swift concert. Tay, Tay, Tay. So she actually sold out um, the Rogers Center where the Blue Jays play, which holds 50,000 people. 
She sold out a doubleheader. You're telling me 150,000 people are getting Blue Jay playoff tickets before me? Sorry, I just got to say whenever I hear Rogers Center. 150,000. So I was going with friend of the podcast, uh, Tesla, to the show. And so, like, a bunch of our friends, like, Bobby was going, Nikki went, Chloe went, Christina went, um, my friend Laura from Blue Ant went. Like, it was crazy. But the weird thing is, is that T-Swift concerts, all-ages show, obviously, pull in the most diverse audience. Oh, for sure. It is, like, a two-year-old to, like, a 50-year-old, yeah. right? And it's predominantly women, but then sometimes there's guys there as well. So having said that, we go out for dinner, John, uh, Tesla, and I, and we're just, like, eating around the Rogers Center, which is great, and we're just talking about, like, what the show could be and whatever. We go through, like, security, and, like, I didn't realize either. I thought the show was at the ACC. Um, our tickets were in the 500 section, <laughs> like, the third last row of the Rogers really? Center. To, like, um, the right-hand side of the stage. I'm going to continue to buy our concert tickets then from now on. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I also don't know, um, whatchamacallit, I didn't know at the time T-Swift enough to be like, I'm going to buy amazing tickets, right? And it's also like, I think, like, stadium shows are just, like, a little different in general. Um, So, when we got to the arena, I was, like, mortified because we were, like, walking up these stairs that were, like, so narrow and so, like, straight up. We get there and Vance Joy, so the guy who sings Riptide, mm-hmm. the Australian, he opened. So we got oh, he's there. He's Australian. Yeah, he is Australian. I can confirm that. Mm-hmm. He's not from the gay, scuzzy New York club scene. No. Calls. Right? Him and his little Jerry Curl perm nice. um, were singing Riptide. And then they did an awesome version of Sam Smith's Stay With Me. Nice. Um, so that was really cool. And then he ended up coming down at like, I think like, 7.45, and uh, Taylor Swift came out at 8 because she's playing to such, like, a younger crowd. Oh, wow. She played till 10.45 or 10.40. Yeah. So I think she came out at, like, 7.50. Wow. Right? So it was just funny to think, like, holy shit, it's only, like, 8 o'clock and the opening act is going on because we're so used to, like, opening acts going on at, like, 9 or, like, right. 10, if anything. And so I've never actually seen a concert at the Rogers Center before. Outside of Glass Tiger performing for that Rogers party we went to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we saw Glass Tiger performing um, at the Rogers Center. So, another Canadian tout band. They're Canadian. Um, What's their big song again? Um, I only have eyes. No. Schlump, schlump. Not everyone wants to rule the world. What the fuck is schlump, schlump? <laughs> Let's say, you know, when it's like, I only... It's, how does it go? I only have eyes for you. Shalump shalump. How does it go? It's shalump. Or it's like shalump shalump. That's right. It's shalump shalump. No, it's not shalump. It's shalump. It's not shalump. I didn't say shalump shalump. Can stop hijacking my story. John is such like. You know what's funny is that you're exactly like my dad. Who like if I'm my mom has hangs out with Benjamin. You'll always try and come in and take like the time away. All I know is I get video. Of your dad, Ben, doing something. Everyone's like, whoa, Ben, did you say this? And your dad's like, no, he said that. It's like, oh, wait, your dad was right. He did say that. What does that even have to do with anything? <laughs> means, I'm also, means I'm bringing the, the flair to this episode. I highly doubt. Shalump, shalump, um, shalump. So anyway, we get there, and the lights all go down for Taylor Swift. And As concerts do. <laughs> I'm joking. Do you want your other nipple bit? No. Uh, <laughs> if it's you, yes. 
The pride. Anyway, so what? The pride is real. Ah, so then, um, what do you want to call it? We've gone off the rails. <laughs> We're both very tired. Um, so either way, uh, <laughs> the lights go down. Lights go down. Um, she actually put like hand, um, bracelets that light up, like um, what are they called? Like fluorescent bracelets. Okay. On everybody's chair that actually integrated with the show lighting. And so that was unbelievable because most people are like, they have their cell phones, they have these like um, Taylor Swift like hand beam things. That personally, personally that are like, described it. That are like lightsabers kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. right? That say like TS 1989. But these um, hand bracelets that lit up. So during songs like uh, Trouble off the Red album, the entire arena went red because of that bracelet, which was so cool to see. That's funny. So, I went red after that guy put his keys and his wallet on my tray at the Loblaws. So you're saying about the... Uh, you're not funny. <laughs> I wasn't making a joke. No, you're not funny. Keep going. So then, anyway, we ended up... Um, they She played all of 1989, and she ended up playing a couple songs off Red and then one song off her old album. But the weird thing was... Okay, and this would be my fast bender rating for the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, God. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. I would give her show 7.5 to 8 out of 10 for a couple reasons. One, um, the bitches behind me at the beginning, because I got into a fight with them. Then two, I felt like her stage setup was too small for the Rogers Center, so maybe she's not used to playing venues that large. Probably. Then three, I felt like she only played like 14 songs, and it wasn't like every song I felt like she tried to play it, even if it wasn't off 1989, she made it sound like 1989. So it's like I'm forgetting all of my country roots at this point, and I'm purely just like a pop singer now. Right. Um, so that was a little disheartening. But yeah, so as I was saying, right when Tesla and I got there, my favorite thing to do is to stand up at concerts. And I'm like, obviously, I'm sitting in the 500 section. I want to try and be as close to these people as possible. Yeah. So guess what, bitch? I'm going to stand up. Right. So everyone in front of me is standing up. I stand up, and I'm the only one in our row at this point standing up. God forbid. This person behind me who's sitting down taps me on the shoulder. And she's what? like, excuse me, you need to sit down. And right. I'm like, what? And then she's like, you need to sit down. This girl, this little girl behind you can't see as everyone else around us, including people in a row, are standing. What? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, 49,992 people mm. are like standing up right now. But I have been tasked to sit down because Stupid. you can't stand up. And having said that, in the 500 section, there's your row is possibly two feet yeah, and a half above the next row so you already have like ample like seating space even if i am standing up right right so either way um my row finally stood up she kept sitting down i was like fuck this shit i'm yeah. totally standing i paid for nosebleeds i'm gonna fucking own this section right so either way i ended up standing up through the whole show and begrudgingly so did they nice that uh, so i felt like i won that um, I actually have a clip from the show. Should I play it right now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you can feel like you were there and watch it. When the, all the lighting stuff happened, it was, like, pretty outstanding. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was just, like, arena shows. The audio's not 
the greatest, but I think it's just more like little girls everywhere were like freaking out at every whim Taylor Swift did. Let's hear. So this is You Belong to Me. You can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that crazy though? Yeah, like with the, the lights? You can see 50,000 lights lighting up as she sings You Belong mm. to Me. And so I thought that that was cool. The only other thing was um, so, audience is predominantly female. If for every two little girls there was one adult mom there, I guess, essentially. But right before we um, went to the concert, John was saying to us, that and I didn't actually research anything about the show. You said Taylor Swift always brings out a surprise guest. Two days ago, she was in St. Louis and brought out Nelly to do "Hot in Here" and right? country grammar or something. And so we also thought that she would bring out Drake because Drake is recording an album here. Yeah. You said it might be Justin Bieber. Could be uh, Bieber. Could be the weekend. The weekend could be any of these good Canadian people. Is the weekend Canadian? Of course, he's from Toronto. Is it? I've told you this before. I forgot. Half his songs are about being on Queen Street. Even like really? nowadays, yeah. Wow. You gotta listen to him more. That's why he's awesome. Okay. It's very I didn't realize cool that, that he's, he uh, made such a big splash in like Apple Music and all that I stuff. I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, keep going. Um, so that's pretty awesome. But yeah, so I'm thinking like we're gonna see Drake. So then Taylor Swift, like on the after like her slower set, she's like, okay, guys, it's that time. I'm bringing out somebody. You know, this person has sold 20 million albums last year. You know, I used to open for them. And so, like, I guess as soon as she said I used to open for them, I'm like, okay, you probably haven't opened for Drake. No, no. Right? So I was like, you maybe open for Justin Bieber? Maybe. Nah. But hard to say. But I'm like, I know you definitely haven't opened for The weekend. No. So I was like, who the fuck is it? But the crowd went nuts. Right? And then... Who was it? Keith Urban. Oh, fuck that noise. So, like, everybody else knew this guy. So, I guess he sang, like, two songs, and it was, like, country songs, which I guess is good, because then it returns her to her country roots a right. bit. Um, but I was like, this is a little anticlimactic when you think you're Drake. So, mm-hmm. um, overall, I thought the show was great. It was just such a bitch to get out of there. Like, 50,000 people who all potentially don't live in Toronto, right. need to catch a go train. I'm trying to get John a Boston pizza, yeah. extra large pepperoni pizza to bring Ooh. home. It took us over an hour to get home. That's ridiculous. And when you think, like, where we live in proximity to the Rogers Center, it's pretty oh, silly. It would take you thirty. It would take you 40 minutes to walk home. Like, it should so, only take you 10 minutes to drive. We took a cab. And so it was so congested of people leaving, and it's, like, delirious girls and, like, we saw, and remember when we were in Detroit, there was another country show going on, and people yeah. were, like, bitch drunk. Right. Right? Like, crazy bitch drunk. We saw so many girls, like, puking on Ugh. the street and stuff, and it was just, there was that obvious divide of, like, little girls, middle-aged, like, teenagers who got wasted, who were, like, dressing, like, 
hipster right. um, Taylor Swift. Then there was girls dressed like Shake It Off Taylor Swift. Yeah. Then there was, like, moms. But then there was also, like, creepy, leering uh, men, like, gross. lurking for a conquest. Lurking. Lurking. So, yeah. Other than that, yeah, it's super solid, fun experience. Even though my brother Carl took the piss out of me. I saw that. But I bought my other brother, Brandon, a Taylor Swift t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. So, balances it out. It takes all kinds. So, that was fun. I hung out with Sean that night. We're almost at what the What did you guys do? Uh, we listened to Big Grams. Ooh, did you like it? Uh, I think we were talking over it, so we didn't really fully get to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. He said, he's like, oh, it's good. I didn't really look, yeah. fully listen to it. But it was good. We just, like, hung out and watched some of the baseball game and nice. just caught up. I want to skip over that. I even want to skip over Saturday. We went out, had a very nice barbecue. It was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we're almost out of time. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get to Ben's third birthday party today <laughs> yeah. and the whole nipple gate Nipple gate. Um, Which actually wasn't your nipple. It was below your nipple. It was damn close. It looks, looks like I have a third nipple now, though, with how much <laughs> skin was broken. So, as we said, it's our nephew Ben's third birthday today. Mm-hmm. I love the kid, but these kids' birthdays, yeah. I don't necessarily look forward to them <laughs> because it's going to be a bunch of screaming kids running around. And <laughs> Today was no exception. No exception. Now, I, we pride ourselves because we, we feel like, because we're probably the younger ones there. Yeah. We have more energy. Everyone else there are our parents. So it's like, I like to give them a break and it's like, okay, we'll go to the basement. We'll hang out with the kids. Like, I'm, I actually have, I'll have just as much fun down there yeah. as I am upstairs drinking an a, a adult beverage, right? So we go down there, and for the most part, it was just, why did my voice break? No. It was uh, Ben and a couple little friends, Peyton and Henry. Henry. And it was fun, but it started off like they're playing, and then Ben's like, let's go downstairs. And then as soon as we go down there, it started to get rough, because Ben's like, body slam me. Yeah, John may have taught our, at the time, two-year-old nephew how Two to body slam people. Which is basically, I just pick up and slam him into like a beanbag chair. Yeah. But not hard, like obviously. And then no. I, I taught him how to body slam me on like 10 times his size. Yeah, but then you had 90 kids jumping on you. So, anyways, how, how would you describe the party today? It was so exhausting. I literally was going to pass out in the car ride home. Then I took an hour and a half nap I didn't realize I took. Yeah, so I, I thought know. I was actually talking to you to stay awake to be like, let's just record the podcast. Oh, no, no. You passed out. Yeah. I was like, I'll let you sleep for a bit. When I woke up, it was dark outside. Yeah. So. so anyway, I'll just get to Nipplegate. So we, we've we upstairs. We've opened gifts. I think we've had yeah. kids. Uh, that may have been the problem. We gave all the kids that had eaten all those really delicious cupcakes. Yeah. And I will say, like, John got Nipplegate. I got punched in the face and hit in the head with a bat. So. Oh, yeah. I, I hit in the head with a bat. I got yeah groin three times i got kicked and eaten in the groin i got punched and all these yeah uh all these things so we go downstairs and again now it's like now there's like five kids down there yeah and ben's like body slam me (laughs) i was like all right and then he's like his mom came walks down he's like what body slam i'm like uh (laughs) so i body slam him and then this other kid he'll rename nameless yeah comes up and he's like body slam me i was like oh i don't want to body slam yeah you still feel awkward of picking up other people's kids literally my nipple is hurting out as i'm about to tell this story (laughs) so then ben's like this kid is also like three years old yeah he's three years old or four i think he's older than Ben. so then ben's like but let me body slam you so i was like all right so i let he pretends like he tries to throw me i fall on my back and then all of a sudden, all these kids just, like, jump on top of me. Ben jumps on me. <laughs> there's, like, a 10-year-old who jumps on me who tickled my tit last year at the birthday. And there's always something with my tits. Win. Last year at Ben's birthday, this 9-year-old just came up and started tickling my tits. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't do anything. This is weird. You're not, like, 2 years old. Like, you, you know. 
Anyways, there's these, laws against that. These kids jump on me. They're slowly getting off, and then this one kid's like body slam me. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes down and clamps on to just blow, <laughs> just blow my nipple and bites down with like his all his front teeth. And I like scream out like ah. <laughs> yeah. He lets go. There's like a huge big wet spot from like his tongue and teeth. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, did I bleed through this thing? I yeah. you're there. I'm like, I gotta go. Like, I think I got my nipple Yeah, and I was like, go off. check on that. We come home. John shows me it. He has fully been bitten. Yeah, I like, like zombie, zombie baby bitten. bitten. You, you can see two big teeth marks <laughs> just below my right nipple, and it's still it hurt on the way home. Like, I think now whenever it's about to rain, I'll know when it's gonna rain. Yeah, like my rabies. Gonna, my nipples are gonna flare up when it rains. I have rabies. <laughs> the weird thing is, is that I feel like we told Brandon that you got bit. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody reacted. <laughs> told everybody about it. nobody. Maybe cares. parents just assume because they were like, just don't sue me if I don't acknowledge it. You won't. Either. No one batted an eyelash no. at my nipple gate. Nobody did. Only me. Concerned. Concerned. Concerned girl. about my nipple. Yeah, concerned girlfriend about the nipple. Well, after the kid did, you took him in the corner, like, ain't nobody biting his nipple but me, bitch. And then, so after we got home, you were very <laughs> tired. I was exhausted. We went grocery shopping. Oh, God, no more grocery shopping. So I guess it's like, I guess we'll end it here. Ben's birthday was a lot of fun. We are constantly the entertainment slash. Pete, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm hungry now. Uh, well, dinner's not going to be ready for like 20 minutes. Oh, no, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't do a podcast when we're not hungry. Um, But yeah, so I guess this week will be a lot of fun. We have people coming over. Not people. Friends coming over tomorrow for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferris, Lori. Then I'm going out for dinner on Tuesday for uh, with Rocky, Kate, Taryn, and Nat. And then you're having guys night on Wednesday. Then I fly to Quebec on Thursday. I'm staying home to hopefully be watching baseball. Then Friday I fly back and we go that potentially go to Beyonce dance party at Studio Bar. That's true. And then it is the Thanksgiving weekend and then getting you prepped for the finale of yeah. Live at 605 season 9. Season 9 is the finale next week. That's crazy. It's almost been 12 weeks mm-hmm. and just think from where we were season nine where you were unemployed mm-hmm. to now this season you're fully employed and kicking ass. Yeah. Well, so sometimes I wish I could sleep more. So I'll figure that we'll out. We'll figure that out. But no, this will be good. And next, um, the following week I'm flying to Saskatchewan. So there might be a lot of 605 remotes. And keeping with tradition, October is Rocktober. So we mm-hmm. have some really fun stuff ahead of us. Yeah. And look at this. Not only have you been... This has been a great year for you. This is like your, you have the band of the week again this week. This is like I your do. second time this, Thank this season. Thank you. Thank you for bestowing that on me. Of course. I It's the little things I can do for you. So I actually said, and I do want to find this on vinyl because I like it a lot. Um, so Ryan Adams, who is this like Americana um, folk singer slash like guitarist. He kind of is like a David Gray meets like... Um, I don't even know who else we could put into that. John Mayer, Bob Dylan esque. Um, I really liked him when I started listening to him off Elizabeth Town, the movie. But he does a lot of great covers and he just has like a really clean voice. Um, he put out after he listened to Taylor Swift's 1989 album, uh, he's like, I feel like I could rewrite this and actually kind of do it in a Bruce Springsteen style pop style, like Born in the USA in 1984. You are much more prepared for these bands of the week than I am. Right. So either way, um, there's a, uh, how do I say this? There, Bruce Springsteen, I guess, put out an album called Nebraska, 
maybe, I think. And so Ryan Adams was like, I want to take that feeling of the album Nebraska and put that towards 1989. And <laughs> I don't know why my chair's freaking out. Um, and try and rewrite the song. So, for instance, the song on Taylor Swift's album, 1989, called Out of the Woods, he wants to make it try and sound like the essence of Dancing in the Dark not Atlantic City kind of thing style. Does that make sense? No, but that's because the only boss I listen to is Rick Ross the boss. Anyway, um, so what I actually said when that whole album came out a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, John, this is such a great album. I love it for the fall. And I almost prefer some of Ryan Adams' cuts of Taylor Swift songs um, as opposed to the original. And so I'm like, for this week's Band of the Week in honor of my T-Swift concert... Um, can we use Ryan Adams' 1989 interpretation as opposed to the real thing? Sure. So what song are you using? I wanted to use Out of the Woods. Then let's do it. Out of the Woods, Ryan Adams covering T-Swift as your band of the week. Tay tay. Tay tay. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses, uh, facebook.com slash live605 for some good memes of... Troy Tudelitsky and the Ninja Turtles. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. The most slept on Instagram out there is at Malin Camp. And how about your eyes? Uh, you can follow me at Val Gomez23, both Instagram and Twitter. Vote for our niece, Savannah, to be the Gerber baby. <laughs> the Gerber the baby. new Gerber baby. Guys, I gotta make this shit happen. And uh, what do they do on iTunes? iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page and subscribe to the channel because every comment. You leave for us, pushes us back into the news and nowhere. Score. So, until next week, the finale, I'm your podcast here, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's get dinner. It's going to take 20 minutes. <laughs> are we up? We are. We are. Whoa. Are we up? Are we up? Are we up? Whoa. Are we up? Are we up? Are we up? at it now last December we were built to fall apart then fall back together your necklace hanging from my neck the night we couldn't forget when we decided Move the furniture so we could dance Like we stood a chance Two paper airplanes Flying, flying, flying Are we out? Are we out? Are we out?
started crying, baby, I did too When the sun came up, was looking at you Remember when we couldn't take the heat I walked out and said I'd setting you free But the monsters turned out to be just trees Came up, you were looking at me. Are we out? Are we out? Are we out in the woods? Are we out? Are we out? Are we out in the woods? Are we out? Are we out? Are we out in the woods? Are we in? Are we in? Are we in the clear good? episode of Live at 605 with John and Val. Be social with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs>